This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Just wanted to take a brief moment to give you guys a little idea how we do it here at Paddle and Fin Podcast. We use the Anchor.fm recording platform. Super easy, distributes our podcast to many, many different platforms. There's creation tools to allow you to record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. Check out anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app to get started. What's up, boys and girls? Hope you are all doing well. Hope everyone had a great weekend. Um, I'm going to keep this short and quick. Um, OG shows kind of taking the, the week off this week, no special guests or anything. Uh, that was due to myself being up in lacrosse, Wisconsin all last week for the KBF national trail championship pro tour championship and challenge series championship. So I figured I'd give you guys a quick recap of my week, although it's nothing spectacular, um, just kind of give you guys an idea of what went down on the mighty Mississippi this past week. Um, I got up last week, Sunday, um, so I had, you know, uh, quite a few days to pre-fish, scoped out several areas, um, fished all three pools, and uh, it, it was tough. Um, water, I'm sure, as most of you guys have heard, was high. Um, I believe I've heard everything between 7 and 11 feet higher than normal pool. Um, so, you know, typically you think that that pushes fish shallow. Um, wasn't necessarily the case. And fish were super finicky. Um you know, I ended up finding something, I believe it was Tuesday or Wednesday evening. Um, you know, one thing that I had figured out, um, 
with uh, shout out to Alan Reed was, you know, we were finding a lot of fish uh, where there was current and rock. So uh, I found a small area heading back to the ramp uh, later in the afternoon where cast it in, caught a 16 and a half inch smallmouth, took a couple pictures, very next cast, 19 and a half inch smallmouth. Okay, well, this this might be a spot. And uh, I continued to venture out and, and find more areas like that uh, before the tournament started and never really found anything that was producing the size of fish that I found in, in this one particular spot. Um, so just, uh, kind of went with that. I, I was very nervous going into tournament day just because I was unsure, you know, I found those fish in the evening. Was that like an evening feeding spot was a question in my mind. Um, you know, were there going to be fish there? Uh, the water level had dropped a little bit. I know some other guys fished it. However, I didn't see anybody pull any fish out of it. Um, so it, it kind of had me up in the air, but that was the only real spot where I caught some decent fish. So I had to go with it. Um, I think many others in that situation would have done the same thing. And not only that, but like I had side scan images of where there was like schools. Um, and, and I'll talk about that too, real quick. You know, uh, I had side imaging on with with schools just sitting but you couldn't get them to go so I think as you were pulling them out of the spots you know another fish would move up start feeding move back down so on and so forth um, I did stumble upon areas where there was huge balls of bait um, but no fish around them you wouldn't see any marks underneath, in the middle, on top, anything like that. And I also saw huge schools of suspended fish in deeper holes in their, in their uh, quote-unquote wintering holes. So, you know, I could never get those fish to go. I know a lot of people found that same concept, you know, suspended schools of fish, but Nobody ever really figured out how to get them to go. Um, so it was, it was one of those things, man, you know. You knew fish were there. You just couldn't get them to bite. So that was a little frustrating as well. So come tournament day, go to the spot I found. And uh, I think 45 minutes in, I caught my first fish. And I was like, okay, well, there's fish here. And then I get it to the boat, and it's a largemouth. Um, I was particularly on a smallmouth bite. So with that being said, it made me very weary of, you know, this, this isn't going to produce what I thought it would. And it, and it didn't. Uh, I beat that area up all day long. Uh, I ended up getting four fish out of it. I think the biggest was... 14 and a half or 14 and three quarter or something along those lines. And the smallest was 12 inch. And with an hour left to go, I moved to a different area. 
but I knew there was some smaller fish, but I figured I could fill my limit at least. Um, and I did, I got a 13 and three quarter. So, I mean, I think I was sitting on like 68 inches or something of that nature on, uh, on the end of day one. Um, go to check in, go, go to, uh, the announcements. Uh, it was great to see all the guys that won pro tour events, got their trophies. Um, we all got some recognition, uh, the guys that fished the pro tour, um, they gave away a, a bunch of prizes from, uh, Gerber knives and things. And, uh, also Yeti and, uh, they also gave away an entry fee to the national championship. Uh, so that was kind of cool. So day two, you know, I figured I could scratch together a limit. Um, you know, I was, I was looking for big fish and I knew there was big fish in my area. It was just all a matter of if they were eating. Oh, I forgot as well. I missed a really big fish on day one. <coughs> Excuse me. It was, uh, it was a large mouth and uh, just came unglued. I was throwing a Ned rig and kind of horsed it a little bit. It came up, did a head shake, and, and came unhooked. So that would have definitely helped my inch total uh, overall for day one. But, you know, that's fishing. So day two, um, I'm heading back to my spot, and I'm riding neck and neck with... Uh, David Brook, uh, shout out to Dave, previous guest on the podcast here, and uh, we were fishing a bridge, and he said, do you want the left side or the right side? I know you've been fishing here, and I said, I'll take the right, and that's the side I had been fishing all week long. Well, made a mistake, should have took the left. Uh, Dave grinded out a limit there, um, he was there for quite a while, uh, I did a bunch of hopping around. I didn't catch my first fish till I think it was one or one thirty, so I had an hour and a half to two hours left to go. I was kind of scrambling. Um, fish this spot. There was plenty of fish there. They just weren't eating. Um, so I went back up to the bridge spot. David moved out of, and uh, I ended up getting a sixteen and a half with twenty minutes left to go, and that was my tournament. Uh, I was hoping I'd fire up at school or something, get a bunch real quick. But uh, unfortunately, that wasn't the case. So, um, you know, it's fishing. I, I've had a great season. I really can't complain. I know I've struggled this last half, and I think that's just due to, you know, when we talk to all these different anglers uh, here on the podcast, uh, it's time on the water. And I just haven't had that. Um, I mean, getting up to going out uh, to lacrosse, the only time on the water I really had was uh, before that, I believe, was uh, when we were down at Table Rock. I don't think I fished at all uh, between those two tournaments. So, I mean, that, that really put a damper on it. I mean, that's, that's a number of things. It's not the fact that I just haven't gone out fishing. It's just, uh, you know, I got a normal job I'm trying to keep up with, with taking 
taking a week off, you got to cram as much work in there as possible, right? So, you know, between that, working at the paddle shop, doing the, the podcast, things like that, um, it's interesting. You know, whereas the beginning of the season, um, I didn't have a lot of that extra stuff going on. So I was spending a lot of time on the water. And you can tell it makes a difference uh, just by looking at my tournament results. So, <coughs> excuse me. That's uh, one thing I'm going to consider for next year. And uh, I really don't know what I'm going to do next year as of yet. Um, I got some, some off time to figure that out and, and kind of piece that together. But um, it'll be interesting. I know, I know there's some, some things coming up, some announcements going to be made, things of that nature. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. But uh, really looking forward to just uh, taking some time off the tournament, tournament scene. And, uh, and I got one more tournament I'm fishing this year, which is the Turkey Bowl. Um, if you guys, uh, aren't familiar with that, uh, Sam Jones is running that out in Indiana. That's November 10th. Uh, it's three man team event. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of prizes, um, you know, money, trophies, all that good stuff. So, um, if you are interested in that, feel free to reach out to paddle, the letter N, and fin at gmail.com. Reach out to Sam Jones on Facebook, and uh, we'll get you all the info. You can reach out to myself as well, and uh, we'll get you guys all the info and get you squared away with that. But that's my tournament recap in a short. Uh, just want to send a huge shout-out to Josh Stewart, who's just absolutely smashed him. This week, he won uh, first for the Pro Tour, first for the Challenge Series, took second place, I believe it was, for the actual trail event. Shout out to Russ Snyders. He took first in the trail, took home Angler of the Year. Um, also want to give a shout out to Derek Brundle, uh, who, who won Rookie of the Year. I know that was something Sam and I were kind of chasing after. Uh, overall, I believe I ended up in fifth or sixth for rookie and Sam ended up in fourth or fifth. Um, so, uh, you know, Sam, I know you're listening. Give yourself a pat on the back, brother. I know you had a struggling year, but Hey man, uh, hell of an accomplishment. Had I caught some fish day two, maybe we would have been a little closer, but, um, it was a fun year, great learning experience. Uh, I know I ended up in 36th overall for Angler of the Year. So as a rookie, first year, uh, I consider that a huge accomplishment for myself. I know going into the season, like I had set a goal to just be in that top 100, you know. Um, I wasn't too picky. Um Granite, you know, the beginning of the year was was really good for me. Um, and then, you know, I, we've talked about this on a previous podcast. I just kind of started worrying about that that AOI race, and that really played uh, some some mental mind tricks on me. So, but uh, I mean, overall, it was a great year. Met a lot of great people. I got a lot of new friends. 
um, and, and just learned a lot, just learned a lot, jumped in head first and, uh, super grateful for the opportunities. Um, just, just couldn't have asked for a better, better year, honestly. I mean, it could have gone much worse. Yeah, it could have gone much better, but you know, ending up at, at, at the, uh, top 40 anglers of the year, uh, for on the national level. Um, it's a big accomplishment for me. Um, I know I ended up in like ninth overall tied with Sam and Joshua Booth, uh, for our region. So, um, I top 10 there, top 40 on the national level. I couldn't ask for anything more. Um, yeah, I didn't get any huge checks or anything, but you know, that, uh, it just says something to me and now I know what to work harder at next year, uh, and and what moves to make to make next year better. So we'll be back with you guys next week, uh, for, for the OG show. Uh, I believe, uh, Susie will be on this Wednesday as well. So we'll, we'll have a full week for you guys, but the OG show is just kind of taking a week off. I wanted to take a week off from, from the podcast, catch up on other stuff. And, uh, and then I'll get back to it, uh, with Jay and, uh, Jason Ricketts. So, uh, until next time, guys, tight lines and smooth paddling.